0: Hey, everybody.
1: Welcome to Dice Camera Action. Yay! Yay! <laughs> right. So today is going to be super special fun, and uh, I'd like to welcome Sam. Hey, buddy.
2: Hey, how's it going? going? How you, Hi,
1: Hi Sam. <laughs> All right, now let me just jump right in, because... Uh, uh, Don't you want to introduce who Sam is and what he does to our viewers? Nope, nope, nope. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> it's, about what I, it's what I'm going to do uh,
2: exactly.
1: I've right. done it yet right. yes <laughs> so previously in Dice Camera Action the heroes had their fortunes told by Madame Ava and fate guided them to the Amber Temple where Diath found the Tome of Strad, one of three items that they really should have before they go throw down with the vampire and then Uh, Later, they went to Argon Vostholt, where Evelyn uh, found the holy symbol of Ravenkind, a powerful holy symbol of Lethander, the Morning Lord. Uh, And it it flashed with brilliant light in her hands. It was like she was meant to have it. According to the Taraka cards, a weapon called the Sun Sword lies in a chamber of bones waiting to be found. But you haven't found it yet. Halton spared the life of Van Richten. and also kept the vampire hunter's journal. Meanwhile, Strix has a Vistani doll, an effigy of Strahd, and it's been imbued with the power to trap the vampire lord inside of it. And in order to empower it, Diath had to uh, kill a young girl named Arabelle and funnel her soul into the effigy. Last but not least, the heroes received an invitation written in Strahd's own hand letting them come to Castle Ravenloft. So you guys are in the Beacon Tower of Argen Vosthold. Uh, Anna, Evelyn has just picked up the holy symbol, uh, and it's flashing in her hands, and it feels warm to the touch. Uh, What would you guys like to do? There doesn't seem to be any... uh, No harm befalls you in that moment. (laughs) (laughs) So strange.
3: We look around to make sure that something weird isn't going
1: on. Okay. Uh, there are uh, a bunch of crows that have perched on Strix. Yay! Um, we're just sort of picking at her clothes <laughs> and her hat. Yay! Um, and her hair.
4: <laughs> They're so great!
5: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
4: Can you, uh, uh, can I Can I ask them a question? I'm going to say, do you guys know how to get out of here? Like, maybe you could just lift me up. Like, just... <laughs>
1: does, that, does that work? Even 17 crows can't lift you off your feet. <laughs>
4: um, <laughs> I look really upset.
1: Yes. Uh, they they seem to kind of stare at you. Um, you know, crows aren't dumb, but uh, these don't seem to be were-ravens or anything other than ordinary crows. Wow.
3: Chris, do I know anything about this holy symbol from my
1: education? Um. So you thought you had glimpsed it once as a child, um, but beyond that, you don't know a great deal. As you um, maintain hold of this thing and kind of concentrate on it, uh, yes, you begin to gain an awareness of some of its powers, and it is a powerful Ooh. item. Uh, you know that, or you get the sense that it has charges; which it recharges at dawn. Ooh. Um, and you know it has. Uh, Great power to turn undead and uh, to uh, paralyze. Paralyze? Paralyze vampires. Sweet! Yes, really useful. Turn undead,
3: paralyze vampires, one charge per day.
1: (coughs) I also feel like there is sunlight trapped in this magic. (gasps) When you say trapped, like, it could be lost? It could spring forth. Upon command. Is that what I feel like the charge is? Uh, You'd have to um, study the item further and attune to it before you know exactly, specifically, what its powers are.
3: Awesome. Yeah. Uh, I go show it to Strix and I like dangle it in front of her face and I'm like look isn't it beautiful and it can turn undead and uh, I mean some other stuff I can't remember what was I saying I don't know it's so pretty
4: <laughs> that's nice yeah.
1: and it's got a chain Evelyn so you can have it around your neck
3: I wear it for sure okay.
4: um, I'm sure the ravens like it they're just like probably looking at it because it's really shiny like, I show yeah. it
3: to them <laughs> Yeah. like show and tell for everyone
4: Mm-hmm. all right well
6: if we're done here can we just go everyone cool with that we got what we needed
3: where are we gonna go
5: <laughs> that is a good question um
4: <laughs> we can't go back to van richten because somebody was all threatening in his face we can't go back to his tower we can't go back to half the towns here because we pretty much ruined everyone's lives in just no. every town here.
5: Maybe, maybe they've forgiven us.
4: Eh? Uh? Eh? Uh? I don't think they know that word in this entire place. <laughs> Fair.
6: I can think of at least one place we were invited.
4: And that was...
6: I mean Straub's castle, but
4: I know oh yeah,
5: yeah. I mean,
1: <coughs> the only nice one who's place. been there is Paulton.
5: Do they know that?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. You ever told them? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> we don't know that.
3: Uh, I asked I last week.
1: Mm, I don't. I don't.
5: I don't think we should go there. That doesn't. That doesn't sound like a fun time.
3: Who invited us?
1: That strong. would be Strahd himself, yeah.
3: Through, like, a messenger of some kind? I can't
1: yeah, you, As you recall, uh, when you were in Van Richten's tower, uh, you thought you heard vampires skulking around on the walls outside and underneath the floorboards, and a letter got pushed up between the floorboards next to DF's foot. And when he, Right. Uh, when he opened the letter, he saw a script written on it that said, My friends, know that it is I who have brought you land, my home, so that I alone can release you from it. I bid you dine at my castle so that we can meet in civilized surroundings. Your passage here will be a safe one. I await your arrival. I
3: don't like it. Evelyn is not really paying attention. Just when she heard that they were leaving, she started kissing all the ravens goodbye, each one by one.
4: Ugh, no! Get away from mine! Birds!
6: No, hear me out, though. If Eli, if you truly believe that the symbol that you've acquired can truly paralyze vampires and stop them in their tracks, is that not exactly what we need to use this effigy on Strahd?
3: I think you're right. I think that's probably why Lathander led us to this holy symbol. I think we're meant to go give Strahd a talking to. I... <laughs> For, like, now... Why not now? What better time than now?
6: Uh, um, later. I'm, well, I'm terrified of everything. Hey, what do you think of the odds of this place having a diamond somewhere?
5: <laughs> it seems like something we should probably look into and further investigate. End statement.
3: <clears throat> <laughs> if you mean more than the diamonds that are your beautiful, sparkling personalities, then I just don't know.
4: Is there any other loot in this room? Can I search it?
1: <laughs> uh, make a Wisdom Perception check.
4: Or things that Strix would like, like snails, or you know. Oh, I rolled a twenty! Yay! Look, right. everything isn't bad today.
1: Yay! <laughs> Congratulations! You just wasted a perfectly good twenty. No!
4: Uh, <laughs> come on, there has to be some snails.
1: Uh, no, actually, uh, this room has is sort of preserved, and uh, there's uh, really nothing of value here. Uh. Except uh, raven droppings. I guess that might be valuable to you. I don't know.
4: It is, actually. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. So you find an abundance of those and little else. Uh, but uh, with your outstanding check, um, Ollie, uh, as you're searching around the room, uh, you can hear uh, the sound of wolf howls <sighs> in the forest.
4: Not again. I'm going to tell everyone that this <sighs> is happening again. We need to leave.
1: You also notice for the first time, there's kind of a strange odor coming off of D.F. that hadn't uh, really caught your attention before, but it kind of smells like rotten death decay. Ugh.
4: Ew. D.F., I'm going to be honest. If I can smell you over me, we got a big problem.
3: (laughs) Did he smell like that before?
6: Strix, I think I can safely say I have many big
5: problems. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Well, a- you look great, buddy. I, I, gotta, I gotta say. <laughs> Thank you, Balton. Yeah.
1: Quite the opposite, in fact.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All I see is the light that is inside you, and that's what truly matters.
1: Okay. Okay. As, as you leave the tower and uh, make your way down, <clears throat> I assume you don't want to cut through the ruins. You want to kind of get out of here the way you came. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Using yeah. The scaling, scaling the outside of the building.
4: Right. No, No spiders, please.
1: Okay. Uh, You're able to uh, drop down uh, onto the front portico uh, near those steps uh, uh, at the front of the mansion. And as you do, uh, you can hear the wolves in the forest uh, get closer and closer and closer, and they're howling at one another. Um, But you also hear what sounds like a vehicle approaching.
4: A vehicle?
1: Like a tank? (laughs) A horse drawn carriage.
4: I was hoping it'd be like a fighter jet. I don't know. I don't
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we finally get that fancy muscle car we were all hoping to ride around. The yes,
1: body. yes. And uh, through the mist coming up the hillside, you see a large black carriage pulled by two great black horses.
4: Look, Evelyn, horses. <gasps> uh
1: How far away is it? Oh, it's when you first see it uh, coming out of the mist. Uh, you hear it before you see it, but when you first see it, it's about a hundred yards away. Okay. And there's a uh, little there's a little round, dirt roundabout in front of the mansion um, that sort of circles the statue of the silver dragon, and it seems to be heading toward you and it.
3: I bet that's someone who wants to help us.
1: Sure. Or well, maybe it don't, don't like it. it. Is there what? Is there anywhere nearby to hide? Uh, There is some tall grass growing around the foundation of the building. You can also see that there is some ruins uh, that you can hide behind, piled up stones from where part of the mansion collapsed.
6: Okay. Um, I would rather get myself into a position where if they try something, I can get some kind of surprise or advantage on them. So...
1: I'm gonna hide. So another possibility in that case would be to climb up onto the silver dragon statue and kind of tuck <coughs> yourself between its wings. And its I arms. don't. I don't trust my own noodly arms to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll,
6: I'm, I'm gonna hide and crouch down in, within the grass. I'll never look there.
1: All right. So I'll go.
4: I'll do that too. That sounds exactly like something I would do.
1: All right. So, do you <laughs> hide in the tall grass near the building's foundation? What do you do, Paulton, when you see the black coach approach?
5: I panic and like, nope, and I cast invisibility on myself. No.
3: <laughs> nope. As all right. my friends hide, I'm like, do you want me to talk to him? Are you guys shot? I can talk to him. Yeah, do it. See what happens. Okay.
1: <laughs> actually, yeah. All right. Keep them distracted. Right. Evelyn, beacon of light that she is, stands proudly in the driveway as the carriage comes up toward her and evelyn you can see right off the bat it has no driver
3: well isn't that just a fancy contraption yeah
1: and the horses uh, basically uh trot and I use the term lightly because every time their hooves hit the dirt um you fear for your life uh, they're so much bigger than you these great steeds really yeah. Yes, and they sort of uh, snort loudly as they come to an abrupt halt about four feet in front of you.
3: Can I do any kind of check to see if this strikes a chord with like anything I know about some sort of magic or demonic or something or other?
1: Uh, sure, you can make a make an arcana check.
3: Um, sixteen.
1: Okay. Uh, Apart from their size and uh, there doesn't seem to be anything unusual or magical about these great black horses, Uh, the carriage that they pull is uh, quite imposing. It seems to be just a normal, uh, great handsome black coach. And it's certainly big enough to house all of you. There is a seat on the front and there are uh, handholds on the back of the wagon there are steps leading up to a door in its side. There are red velvet curtains blocking your view of the interior and there is a proud crest on the door. A prominent raven with its wings splayed wide uh, with a castle rising up above it.
3: Have I seen that before?
1: You have seen the this uh, imagery on the cover of the Tome of Strahd. Hmm. Yes, Possession.
3: Well, I, f- I first, as soon as it arrives i go up and pet the horses first of course
1: uh they they do not shy away from you nor do they show you any affection
3: well i kiss them on the nose each anyway Uh, and then
4: uh, get up as soon as you do that and be like why do you do these things
3: everyone deserves a little love and affection when they've worked hard all day i'm like pulling down Strix. no
1: (laughs) And then I uh,
3: kind of skip around to the door and wait for a second to see if anyone's getting out of the carriage.
1: Okay. Uh, No one seems to get out of the carriage, nor does the carriage move in a way that suggests there's somebody inside moving around.
3: I knock politely on the carriage door.
1: Okay. You get no response. There's no driver. No driver.
3: Hey guys, I think this might be just like a magic carriage.
1: So one of them new
5: Teslas
3: yeah, it's one of those Tesla matics.
5: Cool. I don't trust those.
3: It looks like it might prolong the Strahd.
4: Say it a little bit louder. I don't God. think he could, I don't think he can. Oh, he can definitely hear you
3: now. <laughs> I think it might be here to take us to dinner. If I had to take a wild guess.
4: Oh. Oh. <laughs> right.
3: I thought we wanted to go to dinner <laughs> No, you
4: mean take us to be dinner I think you need to correct yourself
3: Well, we don't have any food left, so it's great timing
5: So we're all in agreement, we shouldn't get on this, right? Alright, cool, let's carry on Right
3: You've always wanted to play a castle, Paulton You could you could play for the whole kingdom
1: Is it is it open?
3: I try opening the door
1: The door is not locked And when you open it, you see inside A, uh Dark space.
3: <laughs> I can't see inside the carriage.
1: Sure you can, uh, but it's just there's all the curtains are drawn. And, uh so it's, I it's,
3: poke my head in.
1: All right. Um, yeah, it seems to be a a lavishly appointed interior with cushioned seats. Uh, looks like it's big enough to accommodate up to six people.
3: It has the upgraded upholstery, guys. It looks good.
5: That's nice. We're not really considering getting on this, right? I'm, uh-huh. I'm not like for on the reelsy reels
3: I mean I'm already halfway in it that's nice <laughs> Strix is
4: just going to stand up and just shuffle upset over to the carriage all right and then get on the get on the thing like on the top not inside the carriage and just like slump down and just look sad
1: okay so you're basically in the driver's seat yes okay
4: just looking sad
1: this is a right. terrible idea yeah
6: it
5: is which is why we shouldn't do it right <clears throat> i can't be alone
6: no Polton, you're not but evelyn also speaks truth we have no food and we reasonably
5: have what we need to stop strahd and if this brings us right to him all the better no we we're missing something to defeat strahd though is the courage yeah. <laughs> it is my will to do so. So I think it's uh,
4: definitely, courage.
5: We could gather that.
3: You <clears throat> know. Uh. starts to motion like she's gathering courage for Paulton.
5: Nope, that's not how it works. Gather courage. That's, yeah. it, is, it does not physically manifest. It is not. It is not something that isn't. Nope, nope. I'm it putting
3: doesn't. it all over you.
5: Nope. I. You can't because I'm nowhere near that thing. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, technically, you don't have to come with us. Just walk behind us, invisible.
1: That was. Least... <laughs> Alton, you can make a perception check if you like. 19. Uh, you see, um, nowhere near you, um, but within sight of you, sort of on the fringes of the woods that surround the old mansion, uh, there are a number of wolves, some of them about three uh, times your size.
4: Get in, get in.
1: You see them just watching. <laughs>
6: Maybe they're friendly. (laughs) Also, consider maybe there's a bunch of wolves out there and we'd be safer inside the carriage.
2: Mm -hmm. I get on. Okay.
1: Uh, You all uh, see the carriage weight shift as invisible (laughs) Palton. As you heard. Strix, are you going to be safe up there?
4: I'll just, uh, Strix will just crawl into the carriage. Okay. She'll crawl in.
1: She sort All of right. spiders her way into the carriage. Yeah,
4: yeah, just, <laughs> and just lays
3: down on <laughs> her face. I pet her a little bit.
1: Okay, All right, But
5: everyone in and I'll close the door behind me. Do I perceive there is wine on said carriage?
1: <laughs> Funny you should ask, Paulton. Uh, yes, you can <laughs> see uh, that there is a bottle of wine.
5: It's like, oh god,
6: dips. <laughs> oh. Okay, so this is definitely made for us. Okay.
1: All right, so are you all inside the wagon's compartment? Yes. Carriage, okay. Nobody is on the outside,
3: is what you're saying. No, there's wolves out there. Got it. (laughs) I say something like, okay, horsies, go.
1: The coach moves (laughs) to uh, uh, clip-clop and trundle its way back down the hill, away from the mansion. Now, you guys can part the curtains on the windows and see the mansion uh, become a dark silhouette in the back uh, behind you uh, as you begin to meander down the road, uh, down the driveway, essentially.
3: Does do it work. have glass windows? It does. Yes. I'm like looking out them and like breathing on it and fog up the glass with my breath and then draw a little heart the in heart.
1: it. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the coach leads you all the way down to the old Svalik road and you turn right onto it, uh, and the road ha- is cobbled, uh, so it's a bit of a bumpy ride, and quite loud actually in here. Um, although the uh, sound is somewhat baffled by the padding on the walls and padding of the seats. Uh, DF, make a perception check. Okay. Uh, natural twenty, baby. Wow, you guys are rolling pieces. Uh, you've, you've been noticed- saving it up. Yeah, and It occurs to you, D.F., or you, you take note of the fact that um, hidden under the seat across from you is a bundle, a leather satchel. Somebody's tucked it under there or left it under there. Neat. Uh, well, we
6: got some time, so I'll, I'll uh, examine it.
1: Okay. Uh, when you unravel it, you can see that there are uh, four potions. Uh, they are all labeled healing can also see what appeared to be four flasks of holy water. Um, and as soon as you kind of uh, check it out or just sort of sniff it, you find it utterly revolting. You are revulsed by it. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> OK. Um, you also see uh, that there is a slip of paper um, upon which is written a single letter. The letter E.
6: What the hell does that
1: stand for?
4: Uh, Whose names do we know? Sorry. Maybe Escher? Hmm. He was-
6: Esmeralda? Esmeralda. Yes. Oh, shit. What well, if it's
1: Esmeralda?
3: Maybe it's mine. No,
1: nah, it's definitely not that. As you turn along, so. suddenly the carriage comes to an abrupt stop. It is ah! so abrupt that Strix is literally sort of thrown into Paulton's lap. No! <laughs> mm. And Paulton, you get a splash of wine that just sort of pff, goes up your nose. <laughs> Great.
4: These horses Great. are bad drivers. Oh. Up. I'm going
6: to hand the bottles of holy water over to Evelyn. Okay. Just let her hold
1: on to those. Um, Strix. You can hear the horses clopping out there, um, stomping their hooves, but they're not moving. They're mad. They're mad.
4: Do you see anything out the window, Evil, and you were looking out the window and drawing dumb pictures?
1: All of the windows in this place look to the sides or the back. Oh. Uh, I open the carriage door and poke my head out. All right. On the road in front of the horses, you see a dark form, a cloaked figure of a man.
3: Hello, fellow traveler.
1: He's just got a hand up, sort of a pale white hand, as if that alone caused the horses to abruptly stop.
3: Wow, these horses are real well trained, but please don't tell them to stop. We have somewhere to go.
5: Like, who's out? What do you see?
3: Did you need something?
1: What do you see? All right. Uh, I Sam, see a
3: shrouded figure. He looks nice.
1: Sam, you are standing on the road in front of this carriage. You know who's in it. Um, is there anything you'd like to do or say in response? So old guy with
2: a beard, packing a pipe, and he says, <coughs> <laughs> where are you kids going at a time like this? And it's a little late for you, don't you think?
3: <laughs> well, it's very considerate of you, but we have dinner plans.
2: Dinner plans? Where? We're gonna meet with the, the guy.
5: The, well, man, what's his name?
3: Strahd His name. Both name's of you Straud. shut up!
5: Yeah, I haven't, I've had a bit too much, so I'm. I can't hold my tongue. Both of you shut up! All right, We're cool. Shut up, Strahd
2: Why would you be seeking to have dinner with someone like Strah? He didn't send you one of these, did he? He reaches into a cloak, pulls forth this kind of wet, rain-soaked, and kind of disgusting uh, imitation as well. One of these? Is that what you're talking about?
3: (gasps) That looks just like ours! Do you want to get in the carriage with us? We can all go together!
2: Hold the damn phone! That'd be (laughs) wonderful, (laughs) young lady! (laughs) You don't mind if I smoke, do you? (laughs) A bit, yeah. What's your name? Oh, I've gone by many names over the time. You can call uh, uh, me—I don't know—Morden Kynan.
3: Morden Kynan?
2: Uh
3: huh. That's not a real name. (laughs) What's yours, young man?
5: Yeah, (laughs) that's not a real
6: name either.
2: (laughs) I don't
5: like this one. Come on in, buddy. I didn't realize
6: we got an Uber pool. I'm
3: sorry.
5: <laughs> all right. This is we have to solve the thing. Ah, oh, man, it's all right. It's fine. We'll split it. It's cool.
3: Can you cool. send him a share fare request real quick?
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I understand what you people are saying, mm-hmm. but if someone would <laughs> make room, I've been walking for far too long. It gets used as a little.
4: she will just lie on the ground in the middle of the like where there's no seats and just yep. a corner. Okay. I just let him take the bench.
1: Uh so Mordenkine, and as you take stock of everybody in the carriage, you see uh this armored uh she looks like a waif really um with blonde hair, but she she brandishes two big big uh axes um you can't you can't imagine um uh, the, the uh, her being able to swing these things there's but there's there's a strength in her that you can sense. Right off the bat, deceptive uh, power uh, and spirit to her. Next to her is this guy with a wine bottle. Uh, the way you'd you'd think he was a bard by the way he was dressed. Um, it's been a long time since you've even seen a bard, uh, and uh, he seems fairly inebriated. Uh, and then uh, there is a ghoulish creature in leather armor. Um, he was a young man once, uh, probably fairly attractive. But his features have sunken, and his eyes are sort of turning, uh, are all red, and there's a kind of a horrid smell building up around him. And uh, he's like uh, very ghoulish. And then there's a lump on the floor (laughs) wearing a uh, witch's hat and uh, in a moth-eaten robe. You can't quite make her out.
4: Did I hear him say his name? Yes. So would I have known... Uh, what I've got remembered, any spells named after this?
1: Yes, thing? you you are aware of a number of spells, very powerful spells, named after an individual named Morgan Titan.
4: And I'm gonna ask him about them. Be you that that guy? I look up at him and be like, you know, the guy, like uh, I think it was like a watchdog and like a couple other things. <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, for, uh, I for mansions. I've done a little uh, dabbling, and I guess. <laughs> that i named the spells after me but then again tensor was the same way you know i remember a time where uh tensor and i were trying to form the circle he starts rambling on (laughs) 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 his voice drones as he takes (laughs) off his boots and starts shaking rocks out of them
1: all right at this point the carriage has taken it upon itself to continue on its way
3: I'm just, like, listening with rapt attention as he's babbling. It doesn't seem to make any difference whether it makes sense or not. I'm just like, <gasps>
2: wow. And by Vecna's hand, you wouldn't believe a Robilar betrayed the circle. <laughs> <laughs> it, you wouldn't understand. I couldn't believe it. That was nothing like the betrayal that I got me thrown out of Greyhawk.
4: <gasps> Strix is going to look at everyone and be like, this guy might be barmy, but he's definitely a blood. If we can use him, he's gonna help us somehow. I mean, he might talk the whole time, but you know, he knows what he's doing, is what I'm I saying. I
2: can hear you, young
4: lady. <laughs> hey, listen, listen
5: here, M- Marty Cardi. You'll <laughs> you need to be eavesdropping on our cons <slash> <eavesdropping. laughs>
3: Who are you? Don't don't mind, Paulton. He's just relaxing after a long day. We've all had a real long day. Deeth got turned eighteen and undead. And
4: hey, hey, more Mort- dead for
3: a while too. And
4: speaking of which, can you help our friend Dieth at all? He's got some problems that I, as a uh, uh, not a very good spellcaster, can fix. Like,
5: hold on, He's all I can really
2: do is the throw way fire. he is. He's a beautiful man. Just, is, the, is that the uh, the sunken, ghoulish-looking yep. gentleman? Yeah, yes. that's me. Oh, my. Oh, my. What happened to you, son? Reaches into his cloak, pulls out a little flask of uh, that you can see through. It. it has this milky, weird substance. He starts drinking it. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, would you like some buttermilk? <laughs> no, no, I think at best I don't.
3: He can't really eat anything on account of being kind of dead. A little. Not like
2: real dead, like undead, kinda. Oh, we can fix that right now. He pulls out a stake. Just jam that. (laughs) No. no, 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 no. No.
1: As as he holds out the stake sort of point first, uh, the carriage speeds up momentarily and then you feel the horses slam into something. uh, and The stake just sort of lunges toward your chest.
2: Why what? What can't he no, <laughs> It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I got nothing against you, young
1: fella. Yes, you dodge, you dodge out of the way and narrowly miss being impaled through the heart um, by the stake. At the same time, you can hear what sounds like iron gates being ripped open off their hinges. Uh, and you can hear screams all around you.
3: I asked. Oh, we're here! <laughs> yeah, Evelyn kind of ignores that, like as if it was expected, and leans over and says, "Um, um, Mister Mardi Gras, could uh, could you just let us know? Are you like, are you a friend of Strath's? Is that where you got the invitation. Are you close friends?
2: I wouldn't say exactly that, young lady.
3: Good, because we kind of have this plan of maybe like you know freeing this land from his tyranny, and you know." potentially like doing him in so i wouldn't want that to be like a surprise to you once we're there oh whoa
2: whoa whoa now you don't seem quite prepared now what exactly is your plan
3: uh well
4: dia's really point. the planner of the team Strix will just hold up mr Shambleface face and be like we can trap his soul in this we just have to show it to him see
1: she and he won't up, like this He holds either. up this little doll, this creepy little effigy of what appears to be a vampire.
3: And I hold up my amulet and say, he won't like this very much either,
1: we don't think. At this point, the carriage sort of heaves up like you just ran over something soft and squishy, and you hear more screaming and yelling outside. Uh, you can also hear things banging off the uh, outside of the carriage, like poles or swords or
4: what hell uh, is happening
1: out there? Someone the gonna get that? <laughs> uh, I'll check out the window, just pull the curtain aside and take All it. All right. Uh, you realize that the carriage is now barreling through the town of Valaki. Son of a bitch.
4: I oh, don't like this place.
1: Oh. And, and at our, the moment that you uh, peel the curtains, uh, somebody leaps onto the coach. Uh, and is just sort of hanging outside right in front of you, D.F. And then a large fiendish fist comes crashing through the window.
5: No, no, no,
3: no,
1: And tries to grab you by the face. Uh, I blame the new guy.
3: And he gets an advantage on save because he's close to me. No, no, no,
1: no. Okay, this isn't a saving throw. Or
3: not on save, I mean on the... Uh,
1: D.F., uh, the attack was an 18 versus your armor class. What
3: I mean is that that person has a disadvantage on the attack roll.
1: Thank you. Uh, That will be an 18 against your armor class. Cool. All right. Uh, This fiendish, inhuman hand uh, just uh, latches onto you, um, grabs you by the throat, actually, Um, and the hand is uh, so big and monstrous it closes around your throat easily um, and you're now grappled by it. Uh, Strix, you can see, um, past the hand, out the shattered window, uh, the face of your brother, is No!
4: Did Strix just yell, like, let it go, I hate you!
1: <laughs> Let's roll initiative,
3: shall we? <laughs> oh, you're still the worst, I can't stand you! <laughs> that's, exactly,
4: that's exactly how she
1: feels. All right, uh, so, Paulton, what's your initiative?
5: It is uh, 19.
3: Evelyn. Uh, Eleven. Eleven.
1: Yeah. DF. Twenty-three. Strix. Eight. Gordon Cannon.
2: Um. Uh, It'll be disgusting. your dexterity mod. Oh, dexterity mod. Yeah. Uh, two. All right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm in no okay. hurry.
2: I'm in no right. hurry.
1: <laughs> uh, DF, you are by far and away the first to act. You are grappled by this guy. Uh, uncanny escape, grapple, acrobatics. <laughs> All right. Make your acrobatics check.
6: All right. Oh, natural 20, baby.
5: What? Ooh, wow. Power.
1: 30. All right. Uh, despite his the great strength with which he tries to hold you, and he rolled a natural 19, um, but you escape him. Great. That's, that's essentially a move action for you. Would you like to do anything else? Okay. So this this hand that grabbed me, is it Ezex himself or some other monstrous thing? It appears to be him himself. He is now hanging on the outside of the carriage, uh, reaching inside with his uh, fiendish arm. Great. Uh, is he in stabbing position? or uh, You can technically attack him from here.
3: Do it, do it, do it. Stabby, stabby. Strikes.
4: Cut his arm off!
6: John, cutting him. <laughs> All right, make an attack roll. Just getting to back off.
1: Just ah, uh, with the short sword. Okay. Uh, twenty-two. All right. You hit him with the short sword, stabbing him in the arm. Some bitch. Uh, that is for eight damage. All right, and he uh, it causes him to recoil and withdraw the appendage, but he is still hanging on to the outside of the carriage. And at this point, it is Paulton's turn.
5: So he's hanging on to the carriage, right? Yes. All right, cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna shoot some fear at him. Okay. So yeah,
1: get spooked, <laughs> bitch. All right, this is the fear spell. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so he has a saving throw in his future. Yes. Uh, and what's the save th- saving throw DC?
5: Uh, I believe that is fifteen.
1: All right. Okay, so you project uh, upon him his worst fears. Uh, (laughs) It's (laughs) stress.
3: It's never being loved again.
1: (laughs) Now you won't know whether or not you're successful until it is his turn to act. Um, If you are successful, he will be so uh, horrified um, that he'll be forced to move away from you as quickly as possible, but we shall see. Uh, Evelyn, what do you do?
3: In the small space of the carriage, do I have disadvantage using my battle axes?
1: Um, that's a good question. I will say yes.
3: If I were to dust off one of my trusty old javelins, would those also have a disadvantage? <laughs> uh,
4: no, Jesus. You could, you could, How much you stuff could, do you carry? You can stab them with a javelin. Stab with so a javelin.
3: Evelyn kind of like, goes to like pick out Lightfall and she's like, ah, I, oh. I knew these would come in handy, and she, like, <gasps> digs in her bag, and she's like, "Shooting," and pulls out a javelin, okay, and then just tries to stab him in the face out the side of the carriage.
1: All right. Please make your attack roll. And you can, you can still make two attacks, so you can stab him twice.
3: Okay. Uh, so the first is a 19. Yep. For, ooh, seven damage. All right. And then pull back and get off of there! stab him again oh not good (laughs) i rolled a two so that'd be a six
1: i know that's a miss so when i your second one just sort of sticks into the wall of the carriage
3: (laughs) i'm just threatening you i didn't have to miss all right
1: (laughs) um and then it is strix's turn
4: all right well she knows that he killed df before she would have spared him but he's a douche so she doesn't care anymore right um so she's going to go ahead and cast. Um, I really want to try this. So she's going to try to enlarge, reduce him. She's going to tra- make him tiny. Okay.
1: <laughs> and uh, he's got to make a Constitution saving throw.
4: <laughs> put your brother in your bucket. That's what she's going to do. Right. <laughs> she's going to pull out a glass jar, ready to like put okay. him in
3: there.
1: Um. He. Uh, so, unfortunately, he rolled a 19 on his. No. Constitution save. No. Um, One of these constitution days. Constitution is kind of his big thing. So, uh, he resists your spell and does not shrink down. No. Would you, would you like to do anything else? You have a move action, technically.
4: Uh, well, she does have the jar in her hand that she was like the bottle that she was yes. going to use. So, she's just yeah. going to hurl in his face. <laughs> okay.
1: It just bounces off his After
4: head. It doesn't work. She's like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. On his turn, he did indeed fail the saving throw versus Paulton's fear spell. Yeah. Uh, so he must move away from you by the safest available route. So he kind of throws himself off <laughs> the back of the carriage. Ah! So you no longer see him. Although if you peer through the back window, you can kind of see that he's tumbled off into the mud behind you.
5: I see him fall. I'm like, yeah. Bye. And, <laughs> uh,
4: through the hole that's in the carriage, Stritch will stick her head out and be like, never come back, I still hate you! <laughs> I'll,
6: I'll put my head out and hold back at me, and I'll do like the slow head rise. <laughs> it like reveals like,
2: you won't kill me
1: again. <laughs> 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 ah.
2: Is it, do I, is uh is he in the initiative? Uh, yes, order? it is
1: his turn now.
2: <clears throat> he 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 pulls the pipe from his mouth wipes the buttermilk from his uh <laughs> beard Ew. and starts shouting at you someone get me a flask of oil a flask of oil quick huh no one's got a flask of oh god darn it what kind of adventure and then he starts muttering to himself reaches out the uh side of the uh carriage throws a fire bolt off of his um all right he kind of spits into his uh pipe and tosses a firebolt at whoever the hell is out there.
1: All right. <laughs> uh, yes, so you can see uh, when you look outside, there is this half-Indish man um, in the mud. Um, uh, he seems to be the one who has threatened you. There are other town guards and townsfolk uh, who have come out to witness the spectacle of this moment, uh, but they are, they're just horrified. Um, for the most part, <coughs> they don't seem to be hostile so yes you hurl your firebolt uh toward the brute
2: plus nine uh for spell attacks do you want to roll right. or shall
1: i uh you can go ahead okay 16. that's you hit him
2: all right Forty ten. i do you want to roll it or should do you have a roller there or should i just do this
1: uh you can just do it all right
6: one second we're playing by the honor system yep 22
5: oh
1: all right. Right. A big splash of fire strikes him, uh, leaving him smoldering in the muddy street behind so, you.
5: So now he's scared and on fire. <laughs> Yay!
1: Yeah.
2: Morton kind of ducks back into the carriage and starts wagging a finger at all of you. He goes, You youngsters ain't no travel. Flasks of oil. Who's got the 10 foot pole? Where's the 10 foot pole?
6: Look, <laughs> oh, it's been a long day. <laughs> Some of us used to have flasks of oil. Okay.
4: We just use wine instead of that. Isn't that fine?
5: Because we pulled with a crazy person.
4: <laughs> uh, Strix will explain to him that that's was, I guess, her brother, but the only family she cares about isn't the carriage with. Oh her.
2: no, no! You should have told. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Oh no! Did that's
4: I? Cool. He's a dick. No, I'm no not cold, be-
2: cold. I can
1: put him out like that.
4: No, no! Don't <laughs> keep him. No m- more fire, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, as the carriage continues to uh, trundle on, there's really no hope of uh, Isaac catching up with you at this point, uh, nor is he inclined to, given the fear that has overwhelmed him. Um, it isn't long, really less than a minute, before the horses go crashing through the gates on the other side of town and uh, leave Alaki behind. These horses okay. are metal.
3: I know. The-
1: we left this
4: <laughs> do you think we
3: will ever see my stupid, awful brother again? Uh, I don't know if we'll see him again, but I do know that like you said, the only family that really matters is right here. And I give her a huge hug.
4: <laughs> I shouldn't have said that.
3: I liked it so much. It warmed my heart right up.
1: Okay. Uh, the cold air of the mountains begins to uh, blow in through the smashed window. And you feel yourself uh, climbing, ever climbing up into the mountains, the uh, Maritok Mountains. Uh, eventually, you pass the burnt-out shell of the old windmill. As you recall, you had an encounter here with some hags.
3: Didn't you want something from those hags at one point? Didn't they have something you wanted?
1: You were thinking they might have some chickens, but... oh. We're past that point.
3: We don't need yeah. any chickens. All right, all right. bye, hags. Bye, windmill.
2: all the hags still there? They make these great biscuits that I want to send. Mm.
6: I these
3: think the search had some of those.
2: So good. Tasty. Uh,
6: probably best you don't. So tell me, Morton, I am curious.
2: Why did you stop us? Why are you here? Oh, I'm here for the same reason you're here, to confront the devil's stride. But it looks like uh you're very ill prepared, young man. I still want to know what your plan is.
3: We told you, uh trigger puppet stabby stabby, trappy trappy, and amulet scary scary.
2: That's patently ridiculous. I've never heard you can take a vampire and steal salt put into a little puppet. That's crazy. You're crazy.
3: You know what else is crazy? Love.
2: And um. also you, the, the guy <laughs> on here. Yes, yeah,
5: so that's right up your alley, man.
2: Well, now that you put it that way. <laughs> oh, steamer steam ahead, Excelsior! Let's make this happen! <laughs> put his soul into a little doll. Have a little puppet show. Pass out uh, hag treats to little children.
3: Yeah, no no hag treats. We are over hag treats.
6: This is no normal effigy. It has been transcribed with the power to store Strahd's soul himself. Within it. Many sacrifices were made to even get such a powerful weapon.
2: Yeah, he killed a kid.
3: Yeah, look at him. He sacrifices dashing good looks.
2: You guys kill children?
3: No, 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 no. I just,
2: I've been accused of killing children. (laughs) (laughs) Hold up. Something about, I was trying to entertain children, put out a I think it was a game or something. and then I'm slowly
5: reaching running. for the carriage door just in case. Panic,
1: panic. I don't... The, the candle's a bit jammed, this. so now you're panicking. and <laughs> shaking. <laughs> All right. Uh, you have been creeping up into the mountains, uh, cloppity-cloppity-clop, clopping your way ever toward uh, what you assume to be, Castle Ravenloft. Uh, the carriage takes a hard left turn. You're sort of thrown up to one side of the carriage, Um, briefly um, and uh, uh, then it writes itself and uh, after a bit of a haul uh, you hear a noise up ahead uh, that sounds like a drawbridge like Uh,
3: a drawbridge raising and lowering
1: possibly yes
3: any raising
1: either raising or lowering you're not sure um (laughs) And then that's fo- followed not too long thereafter by a change in sound and uh, the, the hard rock underneath your wagon wheels uh, suddenly smoothed out, and you can feel the carriage going across wood.
3: Well, that's good. So it was probably going down instead of up.
1: This carriage is fast.
5: I've had enough of Strad's wild ride. Get me off, please. <laughs> hey,
2: before we go into the castle, I think we had to have real talk because whether or not you can take his soul and put it in a little doll, and this is going to come down to fisticuffs. You know, uh, It's going to be a mono-a-mono battle, except you're a bunch of monos, a pugilism, if you know what I'm saying. And we're not going to be able to get anywhere into taking this guy down unless we destroy the heart of sorrow. What is uh,
3: Are
2: you being literal? Yeah.
3: What? Which? Which is someone named Sorrow?
2: No, 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 no. You understand? I've been researching this for a long, long time. I've been stuck here ever since Bane Williams banished me from Greyhawk. And I understand that the Heart of Sorrow allows Strahd to take damage and just laugh it off like it's nothing. And if we don't destroy the Heart of Sorrow, we have no hope in defeating the devil Strahd. So it's It's like a
4: phylactery, kind
2: of? That's filthy. Don't talk that way around (laughs) me, young lady.
3: Shame on you, Strix.
5: Yeah, come Come on, these children. Oh, wait.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's not, it's not like the Demi or anything like that. It's just, it's a, I understand it's a big heart or it's a little heart and it's a, it's in a pit or is it a tower or uh, it's a well or I'm not really sure where it is, but I know it's a heart and I know it has sorrow and we have to destroy it.
3: Is it a heart like a pretty shape or is it a heart like the thing that goes love dub inside your body?
2: This is, this is a, uh, barovia do you think it looks like a little cutesy heart is it valentine's day of course it's a big heart it's got hey coming out
5: it. hey, hey l- l- listen here morty okay so there's no need to raise your voice at the lady all right
3: it's Evelyn so is loud, very charmed by this mainly
5: because <laughs> it is so loud and my head's already spinning so
1: that's real uh, sweet thanks the carriage comes to a stop and, Paulton, your head just goes up against the back door.
5: <laughs> <horse. laughs> damn it. Okay, that seems about right.
1: There's one last sort of clop-clop noise from the horses as they kind of stand in place. You think that might actually be a signal of some kind. You, get out.
4: you get out first, Mordenkainen.
1: And you hear the sound of the drawbridge raising.
3: And, and you... Yeah, oh. since you know about this heart thing, you got to be the one to go destroy it. That's your job, okay?
1: Yeah, yeah, wait, 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 wait. The drawbridge, drawbridge.
2: He bursts out of the uh, out of the carriage, starts running toward the drawbridge. Okay. drawbridge. All right,
3: bridge. let's ditch him. <laughs> All right, they're, they're, they're closing us in.
2: Oh, <laughs> damn it, I didn't think this through.
3: <laughs> Where were you going? Aren't you gonna? I mean, didn't you want to go to dinner,
2: young lady? Yeah, he's going to have us for dinner, all right. He's going to have us for dinner. I mean, ain't you ever watched Twilight Zone, huh? Uh, the Served Man, come on. It's a classic episode, or, or was it?
3: I like to watch the Twilight with my friends, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Little fireflies yeah. and a big moon.
1: There's a, there's a sound of rolling thunder overhead. Um, there is a distant flash of lightning that sort of uh, illuminates Morden Canaan as he stands outside the wagon. Uh, you can see, as you peer outside, the carriage uh, high and by high I mean like 90 foot high walls thick walls surround you on all sides there's the gatehouse uh, has two towers with the drawbridge between them and big iron gates that doesn't don't look like they've dropped in ages you can also see battlements on top of these high walls and of course you can also see the castle keep itself a large looming structure with two incredibly soaring High towers um, and a bridge connecting them, but also the keep uh, has, a, has uh, many rooftops, <coughs> battlements of its own, windows staring blindly down upon you. Uh, there isn't much light in the courtyard except for two flickering torches to either side of the main entrance. And the main entrance is a huge Gothic affair, two gigantic doors um, set into a portico. You can also see what appears to be a body. Lying in the courtyard, um, not too f- between you and the doors, a naked human form.
2: All right, all right, all right. Before anyone goes anywhere, everyone get your ropes out and your, and your uh, iron stakes. Tie everyone to everyone else. Get the 10 foot pole out and let's start tapping.
3: What? <laughs> <laughs> Let me start tapping. <laughs> I'm I'm just, like, looking at everything in awe. And I lean over to Paulton, and I go, have you ever seen anything like this before?
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diaz Th will approach Mordenkainen with urgency in both his steps and voice. This heart of sorrow you speak of, is it here? Oh, yes. Yes, it is, young man. Hey, kid, do you know how to find it?
2: Well, like I said, it's... Uh, it's, it's in a, a pit, or a, it could be in a tower or a bedroom or a staircase. I, it's one of those. Th- I'm sure it's here. Absolutely.
3: Do you? Could you, like, locate it magically? Could you think real hard about it?
2: Oh, that's a good idea. He starts yeah. reaching into his cloak, pulls out a spell book, and starts... If
4: you die, can I have that spell book?
2: No. Yeah. <laughs> Get your own. I, I don't understand. Why aren't you guys tying each other to each other with rope? Get to work. Why?
1: We're on it. Just
5: wow. Do I do I recognize the the body?
1: Yes, it is Falcon.
5: I just like. Oh, they would clean that up by now.
3: <laughs> do any of us recognize that?
1: Uh, you're not close enough to see it. Okay, good. Really.
4: Well, Strix will walk, walk over and look at the
1: body. Yes, when you look down, you see a naked man, Strix, and it is uh, Falcon, the, oh, were, no! the were-raven. Uh, you can see it looks, uh, he's got uh, bolts, silvered crossbow bolts sticking out of his body, and looks like he died in a fall. Um, Just uh, like,
3: man, what could have happened? <laughs> I run over when I hear Strix's distress, and okay. I fall upon him in tears. No, Falcon!
6: Dieth is also visibly upset by this.
5: Okay, he was—he was a good man. He died with honor. I'm assuming.
3: <laughs> uh, I pull the silver bolts out. Okay. And then I say, Marty, Marty, do you know a spell that might bring this guy back to life?
2: Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, re- resurrect, yeah.
3: Is it, like, something you could just do real quick?
5: No, it's got to be complicated and really tedious. I don't know if we got time for
3: something but like a, that. What is, what is a laugh worth to you?
4: Well, we might need it later. He's been dead a while, and that's not without consequences. Yeah,
5: he's been dead a while, I'm assuming. doesn't <laughs> oh, seem to hurt this guy over here,
2: points at the ghoulish dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not dead.
3: You smell dead. Smile, Thank you. You're welcome.
2: You have to understand something. Where I come from, this kind of thing happens all the time. You can't cry, about buddy. Just got to move on. This yeah, guy, leave them there.
3: Well, I agree with. Let's roll up a new one. It was just worth a try.
4: Can I do a, any kind of perception? Anything? Because this is very scary.
1: Uh, <laughs> no, what are you? What are you hoping to? I just want to see. I
4: like. Actually, no. Better idea. Better idea. Cast see invisibility. That's what I'm going to do.
1: Ah, okay. I'm just sort I of think. scanning around you. Yes.
4: I'm expecting Strix is expecting Strahd to just be standing there listening to them all just bicker and just like Mm -hmm. laughing to himself.
3: Strix, don't you have any spells that can ask the dead something?
4: I don't know. Sorry. I'm not that useful. I have spells that can blow things up and that can get me away from here.
3: Well, those are helpful too. That's
4: all all we got. Ask ask Morningkind, and he's got a book. I don't have a book. I wish I had a book. No one wants to give me their book.
3: I'd give you a book if I had a book.
4: It probably Lefander's like 101 ways to praise Lefander and annoy your friends.
3: Have you read that one? It's great.
4: Guys,
6: go
3: ahead. No, go ahead.
6: Okay, before we move on to go anywhere. Yeah. Look, I'm just gonna be as blunt as possible.
2: Sure. Do you know how to remove curses? Remove curses. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done it. I'm sure I have it. Just don't I, remember.
4: I have that spell. I tried it, remember? On which curse? <laughs> I don't know. You've got like seven of them at this point.
6: Right, right. Do
4: you want me to try it again?
6: I mean,
2: oh, let her try it
6: again. She removed my curse.
4: Better. It worked just fine. No, you do it, Mordecai, and maybe you're better at it than me.
2: Yeah, yeah, I could. I just I don't feel up to I just don't want to right that's now. I mean, I that's very selfish. Yeah, no, that's fair. He's right. Well, curses are part of, of the game of life. It was just, you have to live with it. I curse can't. is a curse. Okay. No
3: one let me live with my curse. Everyone was very intent on not having me live with my curse.
2: I still don't see you guys tying each other up with ropes. What's going on here? We're back to his reading.
3: <laughs> I acquiesce and grab a rope and start tying my wrist to Paulson.
4: What are you doing?
2: No, nope. Evelyn, don't. What
5: are
4: we doing? <laughs> What's happening now? Is
1: there, a big door?
4: is there like a big scary door by us?
1: Uh, so you're about... 50 feet away from the ground floor entrance to the main castle, uh, which is sort of recessed into the wall and they are gigantic, gigantic closed doors. Above the doors, about 50 feet above the doors, above the ground, uh, is a big circular window uh, which has broken away in a couple places. The frame of the window suggests something that's supposed to represent like a sunrise or a sunset, uh, but it's dark beyond the window. Um, There's no light in the castle that you can see. Above the window are high battlements. So you definitely have an entrance at this level. Um, you're still some distance away. I'll sneak in. Okay, you make your way toward the entrance. Am uh,
3: I the only one tied to Paulton?
1: Apparently, yes. yes.
3: Okay. I show it to, I show it and I'm like, look, Marty, look, see, I did it. Well,
2: I but, wouldn't tie it around your waist instead of your wrist but that's a good start young lady
3: okay thanks
1: everybody make perception checks oh boy 14
2: 18 17 (laughs) 9 13.
1: all right paulton as you're being tied off uh to evelyn uh you look up at that window and uh in a flash of lightning you do see a figure um, on the glass, staring down at you, pale, uh, looks like um, ominous. And then, when the lightning is gone, you don't see the figure anymore. It's Too dark up there.
5: Guys, I'm I'm swooped. <laughs> uh,
1: and as you sort of all kind of uh, you realize, uh, as you look toward Falcon, that DF is gnawing on his remains. <gasps> what? No, I'm not. I mean, what? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> And Diaz, for the first time, uh, you see everybody looking at you, and there's like a moment and you're not sure why, and they're just like mouths hanging open. And then you look down and you realize you've got Falcon's arm in your hands and you've actually taken a bite out of it. Oh, Ew. God. I mean, to like spit it out and like drop the hand just 12 <laughs> steps away, just, yeah, just right like, back and just. For about, it's like for about 10 seconds, you just completely forgot yourself.
5: Did it yeah. taste
3: like chicken?
1: Evelyn Barfs.
4: <laughs> which right. is like i'm gross but that was grosser than me
3: oh hold on hold on let's take a vote
2: who says that we kill him right now no no the- no well he's pl- clearly an undead. He's going to be with his own kind. We're walking into an undead lair. You're hanging out with an undead. I think it's worth the vote. I vote you kill him.
3: Well, then just take his curse off. Then he won't be undead anymore. Uh, I cannot right now. I don't want
2: to. It's just, I don't. I never really learned how.
4: What? <laughs> what? You're about as useful as I am. What?
2: Why did you don't.
3: say you could?
2: Well... Because I'm more kind. It's embarrassing to not learn how to undo a curse. But that wasn't... Look, Tenser took care of our curses.
4: <laughs> okay, look. I have removed curse. But I tried it before, remember? They try it again. Okay, fine. Like Strix will try it again.
1: Okay. Uh, you cast the spell on DF. There is no perceptible change in his countenance. Okay, okay. it yeah. didn't work. Don't we have you to vote whether we kill him?
4: Do you feel like maybe you are hungry now? He Does feel
1: hungry, but that's because he hasn't eaten and you know really anything in a while.
4: Do you feel hungry for things other than arms?
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You 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 feel like you could eat a horse.
3: I offer him. Do we have anything? We don't have anything, do we?
1: Don't have a horse. Wait, well, we do.
4: Do you think Roots he'll your... feel better if we just let him eat? Eat the body? No no, 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 no.
6: I'm not eating, no.
4: I'm just saying, like, bo- bodies are bought. Like, there's nothing, you're not gonna... That's you know. gross. He can't Strix. walk away.
6: Strix, stop.
4: We've all been there.
3: <laughs> no, no, we haven't.
4: <laughs> oh. Strix is, like, really confused that not everyone <laughs> has been
3: there. <laughs> I also go comfort kind and I'm like, hey, you don't have to lie to us to make yourself look more grand. We like you just the way we you are. We're just a band of... A misfits here. Oh,
1: I
2: was very, very kind of young lady. I really appreciate that.
3: Also, do you have any food?
1: <laughs> well, I got some buttermilk right here if you
3: so gross. Is that all you eat?
1: A shaft of light comes out as the doors to the keep part seemingly of their own accord. And the light just sort of shines right across Strix, who's the closest one to the doorway. do um,
4: <laughs> throw herself on the ground like ah!
1: <laughs> Yes, yeah, so when you look up, Strix, you can see uh, an antechamber beyond the doors, torch lit, um, quite splendid, and another set of doors beyond those. You don't see any indication of a person.
4: <sighs> OK, no one's here. On. Looks fine, I think. She'll just crawl towards the
1: door. <laughs> like... Yep. All
3: okay. these automated contraptions are pretty fancy.
6: <laughs> All right. Uh I'm gonna kind of take Evelyn off to the side for a moment and just whisper to her. Okay. Evelyn. What Borden Kaiden says, there's some merit to it.
3: Which I'm, part?
6: I'm losing. If it gets to that point, you have to end me.
3: There's just no reason to think that'll be the case. We'll just if we have to, we'll just and you away and I
6: pull Strix
1: aside.
4: <laughs> Strix is crawling away. She can't hear you. She's like halfway in the door already.
1: Yes. When you look inside the um, the foyer, you can see overhead in the vaulted near the vaulted ceiling are four statues of dragons glaring down at you from the corners, their eyes flickering in the torchlight. Cool. Uh,
3: I yelled at them, we're doing an inspection! And I look at Strix like, Inspection.
4: I can't speak draconic. Um, I can only speak demonic.
1: The statues don't look animate.
4: <laughs> and they're not alive.
3: Evelyn <laughs> just likes to tell every statue that we're doing inspections just in case now. <laughs> uh,
1: so Strix, you have now crawled onto the tiled floor of the fair.
4: I'm still going to stay at floor level. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It might be safer. I don't know. I any mean, feeling like if there's any traps or like just like this trying to pry the stones up, like grabbing things? Just knock
2: the floor. Knock it with
4: your hand. Okay, I'll knock the floor.
1: The floor seems pretty solid and the, the, the tiles also seem pretty solid. You're not going to be able to pull those up without a tool of some kind.
3: Hey, uh, Murdy Curdy, did you have any any luck with locating that that heart that you were looking for?
2: uh i mean yeah sure but i don't give me uh, no okay (laughs) well said good
3: try though
4: maybe just start walking just start walking maybe if you lead us mordenkainen
2: well well i can see what you're saying but i kind of i hold back and then i throw (laughs) death from above
4: that's what i do too
2: so who's the fighter
4: that, that's points at Evelyn.
2: Okay. Well, you go first then. Ladies first.
3: Okay. There. I'll just I'll just say a little prayer and I know Lathander will lead us right to it. Oh, holy morning, Lord. We ask your great blessing upon us as we search this castle for the, what was it called? The heart, 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 heart of sorrow. Heart of sorrow. This heart of sorrow. And we pray that you will uh, imbue us with your holy compassion. Compassion, and- Lord. Uh, yeah amen hallelujah (laughs) and uh that we would find it and so we can destroy it uh amen
5: for the greater light and whatever
3: i'm delighted by his participation yes the great (laughs) light hallelujah okay like hey, hey
2: also maybe 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 next time you do a prayer do it a little bit quieter because we don't want straw to know we're on to him
3: I've been saying that. Yeah, there's no way he does. No, I don't think so. Thanks, though. Thanks for your input. I appreciate it. Okay, let's go. I feel the holy light of Lysander kindled in me, and I just start walking straight wherever I'm facing. I just go straight. All right, yes.
1: You come straight into the foyer. You walk right past Strix, who's lying on the floor. And uh, as soon as you... Come on, Strix! As soon as you get to the next set of doors, those uh, next set of doors open up in front of you um, uh, as if they knew you were coming. And... uh,
3: I you tuck the, the the necklace thing, yeah. I tuck it inside my shirt so you can't see it.
1: Ah, very good. OK. So the first thing that greets you, Evelyn, as the doors uh, open wide is the sound of organ music. Dominus. Yes. And the hallway beyond is grand. Uh, you can see cobwebs stretching between columns that support the vaulted ceiling. The great dusty hall, dimly lit by sputtering torches, torches cast odd shadows across the faces of eight stone gargoyles squatting motionlessly on the rim of the domed ceiling overhead. Now you see cracked and faded ceiling frescoes covered by decay. Um, there are double doors of bronze that stand right across from you on the far side of the hall. To your left, a wide, sweeping staircase climbs into darkness. To the south, on the, um, to your right, I should say, um, you see a large open hallway, and it's from that hallway that the organ music spills. Um, the music is both sad and yet majestic.
3: Does it sound like any song we might know?
1: No. Hmm.
5: Do I recognize where we are? Yes.
1: Oh. No. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh
1: I assume you're not stopping, Evelyn. You're going to enter no, the hall. I
3: just keep marching, and I guess I feel uh, drawn toward the uh, left.
1: Up the stairs, you mean?
3: Yeah. Okay. Um, I just keep marching. In a, the name of well, the well, morning. Where's wait
1: you know? a second. Hold on. Now, where's
2: that? young lady? Where's the organ playing coming from? The other direction. <laughs>
3: I just feel, I feel like Lathander will guide my steps. I feel like the heart of sorrow must be this way away from the spoopy organ music.
1: Yeah. So uh, Evelyn starts to head toward the sweeping staircase away from the organ music.
3: Marching and singing a hymn that is counter to the organ music.
1: And ignoring the bronze doors on the other side of the hall. Yeah. I I don't know.
2: I don't know about that. It just sounds like sad organ music to me.
5: (laughs) Do I feel particularly bad about where Evelyn is marching to? (laughs)
1: Um, So, Paulton, you know that uh, if Evelyn continues on course, uh, she's going to go up to where you basically confronted Strahd last time. Um, uh, Now, you know where the organ music comes from because you were in the dining hall, which had the organ in it. That's where you sat down at dinner with Escher and Gertruda. Uh, So you kind of know that. Upstairs leads to Strahd's study, as far as you recall. Um, hey, we. Um, you also know right. how to get from here down to the dungeons. It's Good there. to
5: know. It's
1: like, hey, um, why don't we check out the um,
5: the uh, the the jams that's going on that way? Amelie's
3: huh? like marching, and then she, he says, "Check out the jams," and she kind of like marches in a little circle. <laughs> She's like, I love jams. Yeah, let's go. Yeah,
4: stand up and put uh, Mr. Shambleface in her hat. Okay. All right. And just stand up off the ground reluctantly.
1: Yeah, you've been uh, kind of pulling up the rear. I've
6: I've been going through my memory and trying to recall something. Yep. Strix. Yes. Didn't Madam Eva speak it to you? Yes.
4: It's true. The bones. Oh, the hall of bones. The hall oh, of bones. Bone yeah. bones. Wait. There's a sword.
6: I think the sword and the hall of bones.
4: Something yes. like that.
6: Correct. Okay. I feel like should we, should we do? I feel like we should do that rather than as say meeting Strad head-on. I feel like that's a good idea.
4: We don't know where it is, though.
2: No,
6: we don't, but it's probably not wherever that is.
1: <laughs> there are two large booming sounds as huh? the doors behind you close.
4: Okay. James, James, explain James, something.
1: James. The <laughs> letter Strahd.
4: said that he wasn't going to hurt us, so maybe we can negotiate our way out by running.
1: I think, it's As you recall, <laughs> the letter said... Um. Your passage here will be a safe one. No. The passage sure was.
3: You guys, I was all, let's not go to dinner with Strahd. And then you guys were yeah. like, no, we need to go to Strad right now. And now you guys don't want to see Strahd? Well, well, I, I never want say, to see him.
2: Young lady, I I have my own reasons. I need to get a good look at the feller. Once that happens, I'll have a little bit more of a surprise under my sleeves. And in and my sleeve. Yeah, Does anyone want any buttermilk?
3: No, thank you. Please. So are you pro jams or not? Because
2: I- I'm pro jams because <laughs> I think it would be exceedingly bad taste and poor manners to invite some people to dinner and kill them straight off. <laughs> or, uh, toy with them a little bit. Maybe torture them, kill one of their number, give them hope for a second, and then kill the rest of them. That's the way I would do it if I were running the game. Maybe come on to them in very suggested way. I don't know. I don't know.
5: I don't know what's
3: wrong. Committed. I'm just committed to jams. I'm just saying there's organs. Paulton wants to jam. Therefore, I want to jam. Paulton jams like a jammer.
5: Yeah. Only good things. (laughs) Oh, gosh.
3: All right. So we have three for jams. Looks like that's the vote. Let's go.
1: I'm just here. Everybody make a perception check. Okay.
3: Ooh. I'm actually paying attention right now. 19.
1: Seven.
4: At a
3: three?
1: 25. Sorry. All right. You are all surprised.
3: (laughs) 25, Chris Perkins.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not good enough, I'm afraid.
3: You just got perkins Yep.
6: That's the summary of my time in (laughs) this (laughs) campaign. 25,
5: not enough.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, uh, DF. You yes. are momentarily distressed and alarmed. And actually, uh, you're within range of this too, Strix.
4: Cool. Oh, Strix is not there. Oh, I'm here. I'm Energies. just hiding.
1: All right. <laughs> um, you suddenly hear uh, thousands of screams.
3: Oh, no! Fill
1: your mind. The, the screaming of the ancient dead. And, df as you look over your shoulder, uh, your Dusk Elf friend, Casimir, Asmir! <laughs> Is right there. Shit.
4: I hate that guy.
1: <laughs> and uh, he says to you, Welcome to the castle. You have something that belongs to the master. He wants it back.
3: We're all too scared.
1: Oh, oh. Do it. And he holds out his hand to you. He says, Give me the book.
3: Um, no, you don't get anything, mister. You threaten my friends. You are donezo. I would leave this room if I were you, because I tend to get nasty when I want to protect my friends.
5: Let's maybe all we, calm down.
3: Maybe we shouldn't be nasty at his house. This is his house.
5: Yeah, it is his house to which I have never been, but
2: I agree. Or, or, or could i ask a question really quick i'm kind of new here
4: who are uh, here
2: you
1: who are you and what do you do here <laughs> uh when you uh, sort of take a few paces toward him suddenly Morden Kanan, you can feel in your brain uh these screams thousands upon thousands of screams uh you don't know who they are or what they are but they seem to emanate psychically from this dusk elf and uh When he talks to you, it's almost hard to even hear him because the screams are so loud in your head. He says, I am Rahadin. I am the Chamberlain of the Castle.
2: Oh, I look him up and down and try to remember every detail. All right. Yeah, I'm still going to call you Asmir.
3: He's a man of many faces and many names, none of which have been nice.
2: Well, Chamberlain, where is your master?
1: Mates for you. But first things first. Before you see him, you would like his book returned to the library. And that's why I've come.
2: Uh, well, I think we're going to have a late fee on that book. Uh, <laughs> yes. What if we go maybe have a little dinner? Because I know the, the kids here haven't had anything to eat for a long time. And then we'll talk about it, giving back whatever it is you want. We don't come in trouble. Uh,
1: he uh, looks at you, icily and he says, I know you. I've seen you before. Oh, damn.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you guys know each other?
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I don't recall. Could you remind me, uh, Casimir, where, where we've uh, met?
1: <clears throat> he says, you came here with a group of villagers and try to ha cast down the master.
2: Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> uh, I've rethought it and it didn't it didn't really accomplish anything. I'm here to apologize, if anything. I feel Are terrible. Meanwhile, <laughs> you know all
5: all this is going down. I'm just kinda like a yeah, painting. It's beautiful. <laughs>
1: as you you look around at the old frescoes paulton you can see that the gargoyles are beginning to flex their wings
3: (laughs) um give them the book (laughs) has everyone forgotten that this guy trapped us in a temple underground and basically made us think that paulton was dead and who knows where he was during that time (sighs) and I'd like to
2: add, Casimir, everyone knows, anyone that knows anything about the kingdoms knows that Dusk Elves can't read. What do you want with book?
5: <laughs> is a book?
1: Uh, you see him uh, arch his eyebrow and scowl at that remark. Ooh. And then he says uh, to uh, Paulton, the master looks forward to seeing you again.
4: Again? What?
1: Entire party slow head turn. <sighs> <out.
5: laughs> those gargoyles are flexing something strong. I think they want to tussle.
3: You didn't laugh to us?
5: Hmm? What's that? What do we do? What are we doing?
3: You've been here before.
5: Oh, here!
1: He has uh, pledged to remain with the master. He brought you here. <gasps> He led you here for us.
3: I snap cast cone of truth on Paulton and say, Did you trick us? Have you been lying to us this whole time? It didn't come up. <laughs> <laughs> are you in league with the devil's strat? And tears are streaming down my face.
1: And uh the the dusk elf comes up to you, Morden Kanan, sort of nose to nose, and he says, I'm delighted that he brought you as well.
2: Well, wow. Look, I don't have the book. you got to talk to the kids. But I think you're a big guy. You can cut them a break, can't you? It's not a big deal. It's just a periodical.
1: Come on. The book has been lost for a long time.
2: Well, tell Strahd to write a new book. I mean, he has all the time in the world.
1: He can (laughs) sit there and
2: pen something. I mean, what does he, you know, hobbies. What?
1: he says (laughs) you're a crazy old man yeah I've been
2: a little out of touch ever since Bane Williams threw me on a Greyhawk (laughs) uh, if you want to tussle why don't you come and step a little closer right takes a step closer (gasps) <gasps> okay, wait a second. Hold on, hold on. <laughs>
4: hold
1: on. Hold on, hold on.
4: I don't like this!
1: Uh her. Would you like to join the thousands that I've killed? Screaming <clears throat> voices.
2: Let me ask you a question. How would Strahd feel if we came to dinner and plopped her head down on the table? Shit. I feel good about it.
3: Evelyn's, like, just babbling incoherently
1: at (laughs) Paulton.
4: Trix is like, actually, I feel pretty good about that.
5: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, do that.
1: Delph says, I am not afraid of you, old man. Your power is weakened.
2: What do you say, kids? You ready for a little fun?
4: Ah, what? I'm not so much worried about him, but... but Oh, the, the, the Dusk
1: Elf will take a few paces uh, away from the wizard and just sort of throw off his cloak onto the floor and draw forth his swords expectantly. Oh! And uh, you can all see the, the shadows of gargoyles begin to fall down upon you. How and, many uh, of them there up are, there? Uh, I believe there are four, but let me double check that. Ah!
5: We, haven't, we, have, we haven't initiated it yet, right? That yeah. is correct. Okay, I'm gonna. I would, gonna, I gonna would gonna like
2: cast... to toss something up there as, if, if
5: if I have an excellent. Here. Okay,
2: by all means. Can I? Can I toss a cone of cold up at the gargoyles, get them all without getting us?
5: I was Not gonna there. cast suggestion and try and evade this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let us roll initiative then. See, who gets off no! your spell first. And I was wrong. There are eight gargoyles.
3: What? Eight? What? While I get, like, I start to pull my axe out, like, as we're rolling initiative, I'm, like, crying. I'm like, guys, I'm sure we just misunderstood Paulton. I just want to find out what his true motivations are, because I'm sure they're good.
4: <laughs> stop crying. You'll get tears
3: <laughs> in your eyes. We, can't we stop fighting for just a second and reconcile and make sure that we're all fine, because Paulton's really nice, and he would never do something like that to us?
1: <laughs> How did you do, Mordenkainen? Uh... uh...
2: Okay, it's um, not great. Fifteen. All right, uh,
1: Paulton. Sixteen. Oh, well, there we go. Evelyn. Twenty. DF. Twenty-four. Tricks. Nine. All right, DF. You see spells being uttered under breath by both Paulton and Mordenkainen. How far away is Asmir from me? How far away would you like him to be away
6: from? <laughs> um, Within striking distance. Okay. Okay. So clearly he's got his focus on Mordenkainen. So it would seem. It fears his spells. So
1: There does seem to be a, a, a hint of, you wouldn't call it respect in Rahadin's eyes, but certainly a caution around the old wizard. Right, right. So...
6: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're clearly going to throw down some spells. I'll see if I can't stop that from happening in the first place. I'm going to sneak up to Asmir and try to give him a quick stab.
1: Okay. With the Hagpin. Ooh. Okay. Uh, make an uh, attack roll using your Dexterity bonus, but not your Proficiency modifier.
6: Not Proficiency. Okay.
1: It's an improvised Uh, weapon. Okay. Uh, Ooh, that's good. 16 plus 4, 20. Okay. Uh, You pierce him with the needle and wound him for one point of damage, uh, which annoys him to no end. (laughs) Suck it! (laughs) Uh, And then it is Evelyn's turn.
6: Well, I was afraid of that.
3: I'm going to attack with Lightfall and attempt to use Divine Smite upon hitting him. Okay. I likely don't as I roll a 13.
1: That is a miss. Should I roll my other? Yes, please.
3: Okay. So that was just a warm up. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, (laughs) No, it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. I'm I'm just, like, tears running in my eyes. I'm just, like, waving blindly, like, stop it! Stop it!
1: All right. Paulton?
5: I'm going to go ahead and retract my suggestion, because I feel like it's a little late at this point.
1: <laughs> it does seem to be, what's the word, on?
5: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to... All right, I guess I guess it is on. I'm gonna third level dissonant whispers him. Ooh.
1: Okay, you give him more brain whispers. More brain whispers. Well, actually, he can't hear his own whispers. Only you guys can. So, <laughs> all right, and he's got a saving throw, mm-hmm. uh, and he rolls a fourteen, which is not enough. Sweet. So, so roll your damage. Five d six as you bombard him psychically. 15. All right. You will take that. Causes him to wince in pain.
5: (laughs) Yeah, that's how it feels all the time, man.
1: (laughs) All right. Um, And then Mordenkainen. You're casting the, your spell,
2: right? The uh, the uh, gargoyles are above us, correct? Yes. Can I throw a cone of cold that doesn't hit us in its radius up yes. above? Okay, I'm doing that, and I'm casting it as an eighth level spell instead of a fifth, Sounds which will, which will cause eleven. Is that right? Nine, yeah. 10, eleven d8 uh, damage. I'm going to roll the spell attack here. Okay. Oh, geez, um, seventeen. And do you have a roll for 11d8, or is there
1: a... Uh, let me, I can do that for you if you want. Yeah. All right. I wonder if it's in the... Ch- All right, so you're going to do 54 points of damage. All right. Um, and what's the, I'm sorry, you said 17 was the save DC? Uh,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, so this blistering cone of hail uh, shoots up out of Mordenkainen's fingertips uh Engulfing the roof and uh engulfing the gargoyles uh six of them uh go rigid and are just sort of encased in ice uh The other two um manage to shake off some of the damage um though they look wounded and cracked uh are even uh angrier now, and they descend upon Morden Canaan
2: oh dear. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh so uh, each of them uh, makes two attacks on you, Mordenkainen. Uh, one of them is going to bite into your flesh for uh, five piercing damage and is going to claw you for another five slashing damage for a total of ten. Okay. Uh, the other one, however, is unsuccessful in hitting you with its claws and bite. Um, at this point in time, it is the Dusk Elf's turn, and he... Um, being been pierced by that pin, will turn on Df and hack at him with his scimitar. All right. All right. Um, oh my gosh. Uh, two very bad rolls. Uh, you dodge out of the way of those, and he hits you with a 22 on the third swing, and he does nine slashing damage.
6: Uncanny dodge!
1: All right. Uh, and I also need everyone except Evelyn to make a wisdom saving throw.
3: Oh, but that counts as a saving throw, so that means that in my aura of protection, any friendly creature within 10 feet of me gains yes. a bonus equal to their charisma modifier, or to my charisma modifier. Yes, which is... Plus four.
1: Everybody gets a plus oh. four bonus on their save. This is from the screaming voices in uh, that surround Rahadin. Evelyn, you can't hear them. So oh. this, is, this is
6: plus four in addition to our wisdom save normally? That's correct,
1: yeah. Okay. Normal wisdom save with the added plus
6: I, four.
2: I got a 26. I rolled okay. a 20. All right.
4: 22. Good. Uh, 15.
6: Okay. Good roll. I can see it. All right. So, <laughs> so yeah. 4 from Evelyn, 2 from <laughs> my own wisdom, and I rolled a 2. Okay, great.
1: Thanks for coming up. <laughs> uh, so, so Strix and uh, Strix and DF each take 16 psychic damage. What? And Morden, Kanan, wow. and Palton take 8. Psychic damage.
4: Hate this guy. Hate him.
1: All right. Hate this game.
4: Okay. Much worse. Tricks.
1: Your turn. After being wracked by these horrible, horrible screams, what do you do? Looks like six of the gargoyles have been taken out. Two of the gargoyles are now upon your uh, new friend Mordenkainen, and Rahadin has turned on DF. Oh man,
4: this sucks. Um. Oh God, I just really want to do this really bad, but it just never works. I just want to make him tiny. <laughs> I
5: just want to
4: make right. him tiny so bad.
1: Okay, so he has to make a constitution saving you tiny,
4: asshole! <laughs> <laughs> See how you feel like the rest of us.
1: He gets a plus seven bonus on his con roll. All right, he rolled a three plus yes! seven is 10. He succumbs to your spell. Yay, yes! yes! tiny Whoa. ass meter. All right, <laughs>
4: he's gonna be like this big. He's
1: gonna be like this big. All right, so you reduce his size by half. And his, his weight is reduced to one eighth normal. So now he's about three feet tall. Step on him. He's yeah! three
5: feet tall. <laughs> Step on him.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, yes. So Mini Assmire is now um, standing in front of you, DF. He looks far less intimidating.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Just like, oh, that's adorable. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. Until does- the all ends, he has disadvantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. His weapons shrink to match uh, his new size, <laughs> uh, which yeah. means they deal less. One d4 so, less damage. So How are all the screams last?
5: all the screams like higher pitch now
1: too? <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> sure. That sounds great. I like that. Oh, and he has like a chipmunk
3: voice when he threatens <laughs> us.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, so do you want to do anything else, uh, Holly, or Strix, I should say? Uh, you yeah, have a move action. Right,
4: well, he's tiny now, so yeah. I just want to get as... Uh, I just want to get pretty far away from whatever is happening so that I can throw okay. spells at him. So just okay. out of,
1: out just of the garden. Back really up way. against the doors. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in that case, uh, we're back to you, DF. You are now staring down at the Dusk Elf. (laughs) Great. Okay.
6: First off, Pin goes away. Uh, Can't help but notice that Strixus made him
1: (laughs) (laughs) child-sized.
5: Which it should be easier for you to kill him now, right?
6: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I'll just... uh, I'll switch over to the short sword and attack with that instead. All right. Now, by my understanding, Evelyn had also attacked him. So there's, say, an ally within five feet of my enemy. Yes. Fantastic. Yep, short sword coming in. Oops. All right. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother with that. So
4: glad someone got to be tiny. <laughs> uh
6: 25. Yep. So with that, I hit him with my sneak attack. Yes, you do. Bam. It's mini dice. All right, let me.
4: Ah, the pain, it hurts. <laughs>
6: uh oh, okay.
1: Six, 12, 16, 20, 22 plus 4. 26. Outstanding. All right. Uh, you deal him a Grievous Wound. Uh, do you want to do anything else?
6: Uh, of a cunning action to disengage and yep. uh, move away from him.
1: Okay. Uh, do you want to back away near where Strix is? Do you want to go toward the stairs, the the, the music? Uh, I'll head toward Strix. Okay, great. Uh, In that case, we now jump to Evelyn, who are now the only one standing next to the shrunken elf.
3: Cut his head off! Do it! I, for a brief moment, considered just hugging him to death with my strength check, but I don't think that's an (laughs) (laughs) evil So, (laughs) so yeah, I, I, uh, I was trying to think of a, I say some sort of proverb about, like, when there is no light. I don't know. I can't even think. Actually, I don't. I try to think of a proverb, so I stand there stupidly for a second. <laughs> and then I'm just like, die. And I just <laughs> chop him. Okay. A uh, light fall and also go for that divine smite again. If I can Good. find my dice. All right. Uh, okay. I roll 15. Yes. And hits. Yay.
1: No, 15 misses.
3: Oh, miss. Yay. Yeah. Uh, boo.
1: That's your second attack.
3: It is not good. Nope. It is a uh, thirteen. So okay.
1: he dodges out of the way. So okay. I'm still <laughs> just like. <laughs> Palton.
3: Uh, um.
5: Okay.
1: Like a like a ballet dancer, uh, uh, Rahadeen sort of dodges out of the way of these mighty axe swings from Evelyn.
5: Okay, I'm gonna do a uh, same thing. More, more, uh... more dissonant
1: whispers. Yep, yep. All right, he fails his saving throw. Sweet. So that would be five, six. six.
5: Okay.
1: Warden Cannon, you're on deck. Fourteen. Okay. Well done. Uh, he agonizes over the horrible, horrible whispers pouring into his brain. Whereupon. Mordenkainen.
2: Yeah, you you look like a a, a little chew toy. <laughs> <laughs> he says, Sikkim boy and Mordenkainen's uh, an invisible hound will appear and, and attack."
5: Ooh, yay! Right. He, did he did his Morden. thing. He
4: did he his did thing.
5: thing. Yay! Um, <clears throat> we
2: both said, did uh, Plus nine. Thing. Plus it's plus nine. Plus proficiency bonus for the hounds attack bonus. Okay. I also want to give the Hound the instruction to guard this foyer for as long as it will exist in this plane um, in addition to destroying any yeah. uh, hostile to this group.
1: Alright, um, so the Invisible Hound um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> makes a chew toy out of Rahadin. <laughs> Just picks him up. <laughs> yeah. gives him a good shake.
2: This is really oh, gosh. satisfying.
1: Oh wow, so, okay. I believe his
2: attack bonus is like, is it 11? It's plus 11? Uh, Yeah. 48 damage.
1: Yep. Okay. And uh, so he takes 24 points of damage from the hound. Oh, good boy. Good boy. (laughs) And you guys just don't see the hound, but you can see its effect on the Dusk Elf as he's, uh, his flesh is torn away from his body and he's given a good shaking. Nice. I said you can't read Dusk Elf. You can't read. (laughs) He's like, I can read just fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's that. That that. It is now uh, the gargoyles' turn. They will continue to go after Mordenkainen. Uh, Mordenkainen, you are bit for five. Oh, son of a... <laughs> and uh, the other one does not hit you. And then, uh, and uh, those of you watching the gargoyles attack Mordenkainen, you can see Mordenkainen's got some sort of magical armor up around himself that rebuffs. Uh, many of the gargoyle's attacks. Now, the Dusk Elf, shrunken though he is, is uh, not gonna spend his time trying to attack this hound and uh, instead go after DF. Um, so when he comes over to you, DF, again, you hear sort of the screams uh, and he makes uh, three scimitar attacks against you. Two of them are gonna hit, but their damage is reduced by the fact that they are shrunken in size. Now, you take six points of damage from one, you take two points of damage from the oh, other. I want to uncanny dodge the first one. Okay, so you take three and two. Okay. All right. Got it. And then I'd like you and Strix to make wisdom-saving throws against his screen. Again. Now, they are not within range of Evelyn's aura. So, no bonus from Evelyn. Right. Damn.
4: I got a 21.
1: Roll better! Ooh, <laughs> uh, 15? Uh, not good enough. So Strix, you are going to take eight psychic damage and DF, you're going to take 16.
6: DF falls down.
3: <laughs> no! Right. You have a health potion.
1: Uh, yes, DF will fall into a lump and up against the door.
3: <gasps> Dang it.
1: That's
4: not, the hound. Strix is just like, not again.
1: All right. I'm starting to see a pattern. Uh, and that takes us to Strix.
4: All right, well, she's very mad that he just knocked her friend down. So, uh, even even in his tiny form that she worked so hard on, (laughs) she's going to, uh, do, uh, a hellish rebuke against him. Okay. So that is, uh, 2d10. Uh, so it's a second level or higher, the damage is increases by 1d10, so but since it's a Tiefling bonus, I don't know what mm-hmm. spell I would be casting it as. Would it be my level or? So
1: hellish rebuke is a reaction that you take in response to being damaged by a creature within sixty feet of you.
4: Okay, so he didn't even hit me, so no. I can't. Okay.
1: Well, that's um, not true. That's not true. He just did psychic damage to you.
4: Oh, that's true. So it did. It did hit
1: me. <coughs> so you can do this.
4: Okay, cool. Um, I'm just not sure if it's per level. Should I do if it's one d10 for each slot above first?
1: Uh, that's correct. So it, does, it does it. 2d10 base at first level okay. plus an additional d10 for each level above first. Okay. If you, a, if you use a second level slot, it'd be three d10. Third okay, level cool. slot four d10. All
4: right. So I will go ahead and do uh third level slot for four okay.
1: d10. All right. And he's got to make a dexterity saving throw. Takes half damage on a success.
4: 14, he
1: failed his dexterity saving throw. He rolled a nine. 18, six. 32. Holy
4: yeah. shit. Yes. Take <laughs> wow. Douchebag.
1: All right. You're um, my
4: friends. Yes.
1: Uh, he goes down in hellish yes! flames. Yes.
4: yes! <laughs> I'm going to kick him.
1: All right. And uh, then
4: I'm also going to yell Evelyn Diaz is hurt again or dead. I don't know.
1: It's DF's turn. Um, uh, DF, make a death saving throw for me. Uh. Okay. Wee. I saved 13. Right. That's one success. Uh, Evelyn, your turn.
3: I run out. I'm still crying, but I'm, and I'm like snotty. <laughs> and then I lay on hands on Diaz, even with like snotty, gross hands. Okay. Uh, and I guess I'll give him. I don't know what he What? 40 would be great. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I even had that much. Uh, no, I only have 30 to give. So. That's fine. It's fine. Right?
6: No, How much what do you level? want to give?
3: Are we level 7 now? Yes. <laughs> cool. I have more than that. I have 35. Uh, I'll, I, do, I'll, I don't need 40. I'll give him 20 just to save some to re- re- bring other people okay.
1: to the brink. So you have 20 hit points, DF. <gasps> DF. You see the this. smoldering, burnt, charred remains of the Dusk Elf before you.
4: Oh, thank God. And Strix is like, I did that.
1: All right. And uh that's Evelyn's turn. So Paulton. Uh how far is everybody from me? Uh so um they're they're all within about 15 feet of you. Mm. There's still two gargoyles, both of them on Mordenkainen. at the They're
2: end. all over me!
5: Ah <laughs> oh, shoot. Okay, I'm going to We're
1: almost at the end of the session, so
5: Oh gosh! Um, awesome. No, that won't. Oh, I, Oh gosh, I, I'm panicking because the <laughs> thing will work. Yeah, because I was gonna, I was gonna try and bust out another hut. <laughs> okay, but guardrails. Yeah, <clears throat> if they can't get in, then who cares? <laughs> um, we
4: just killed the really evil guy. The gargoyles are fine. They're not okay. fine, they're chewing off my ears.
5: <laughs> oh god, all right. I'm gonna.
4: Picky
6: picky. Poulton, it's time ta- the time is now. Sword poke!
5: Okay. I'm gonna be <laughs> totally amazing at it. <laughs> Alright, fine. I'm gonna run up and try and stab him with the long sword. Alright. This all is right. the moment. Yes! This is the time.
1: Okay. Alright, so. And Kanan, you see the bard sort of awkwardly draw this long sword
2: <laughs>
5: stumble
1: over toward you.
2: Uh, Not even a real class.
1: Way well, I intended it anyway.
5: Oh, okay. Well, just for that remark, I rolled a ten for you. So enjoy that.
1: Wow. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, so a swing, your sword bounces off the stony hide of the gargoyle, who just wow. turns and looks at you, scolds you with his eyes. Just like, Ah,
5: <laughs> just
1: as expected. She tried. Morton Kanan.
2: Well, I'm not going to waste any more spell slots. I'm going to firebolt uh, one of the gargoyles and tell my doggy to get the other one.
1: All right. Uh, make an attack roll for the firebolt, and I will make an attack roll for the dog. Does it look like a bulldog? It's invisible, so you can't tell. Yes, that? he... He oh. looks like my dog,
2: Leonard, except invisible. Oh, I have... Oh, cute. I have an American Bulldog in the other room.
3: Yay, Bulldog <laughs> friends!
2: Um, 21.
1: Uh, that is a hit. 4-10. Should I, roll it, I should yep, roll it up? Please. I'll roll for the dog, because the dog hit as well. Good boy.
2: Oof. 17 damage. All right. Um, both gargoyles are destroyed. All right. Now that's how it's done. And Paulton helped. <laughs> I'm like, yeah,
5: everyone get in the
2: hut. <laughs> What's the hut? What hut? What's the, what? we no, like
6: the hut? hut well, we don't need the
3: hut anymore.
2: We don't need the hut right now. We're what there. is the hut? Explain the hut. I don't know what the hut is. So
6: I can, can make it. a magical protective hut that allows us to sleep inside of it for eight hours and no force can enter it.
1: And, and I can, can make... Gordon Cannon, your old friend Leomond came up with that. Oh, that's great, but I can make a mansion, so
2: let's not get you. <laughs> <with that>, right? <laughs> all right, kids, listen, listen, here's what's got to happen.
4: Right? Cut his head off.
2: I'm going to go looking for the heart of sorrow. You need to go and deal with Strike. Keep him distracted, all right? Um, wait until this, uh, this uh, gentleman here, see if you can hide his body, because, uh, Chris, as I was looking over the guy's appearance, Yep. I disguise myself as the Chamberlain.
1: Excellent. Hire right. body and yeah, kill him. Woo, right. cool. like looks like Casimir.
3: Gross, Ooh. but cool. Wait. Keep that
1: book Casimir safe. or
5: tiny Casimir?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ideally, regular size Casimir. Full size Casimir. This is. Well, if you keep care. that book safe, I'm going to go looking for The Heart of Sorrow. Now, this room should be safe for as long as my doggy protects it or when he's dispelled or, or just goes away or wanders off.
0: You what's your doggy's issue?
2: name? Remember, guys, you need to have iron spikes. You can fix those in the walls, tie each other up with ropes, hit everything with a 10-foot pole, and get those flasks of oil. I'm telling you, you're going to need those. And he rushes off.
3: <laughs> but but what's no. the doggy's name?
1: Leonard.
3: Oh, Leonard,
4: don't leave us. You're really strong.
1: <laughs> you see him disappear up the stairs, and all that's left is a fleeting shadow of the great Mordenkainen. And that's where we'll stop for tonight. Aww. All right. Fun. Thank, you, as Thank, you came. You, Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Hey, Sam. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Thank you, you guys are awesome.
4: Please yep. come back. Yes. Yep.
1: So, we'll
6: try not uh, to kill I mean, you. No, sure. We need
1: boarding time. Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so before we um, uh, before we part for the week, a uh, couple quick announcements. Bolo's Guide to Monsters is now out everywhere. So if you haven't picked it up, check it out. It's a good old book the monsters and monster lore. Um, the other announcement is next week. Believe it or not, is Thanksgiving week, and we are off next week so that. Various cast members can get ready for their holidays, travel, whatever they need to do, and we'll be back the week after Thanksgiving for episode thirty. Now, that's all I got. Uh, um, uh, do you have any of you, including Sam, have anything you want to share with the gaming community about what you're doing or um, things that you're things that are on your mind? Or are we? <laughs> uh,
2: you... Yeah, go go go! Uh, look up um, Rogue One Recon on YouTube.
1: Yes. do it it. why why should they sam don't know don't know
2: why but you should check out rogue one (laughs) don't know why all
1: right
6: anybody else uh don't forget dice camera action has its own subreddit slash r -R 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 slash dice camera action you can join in on the cool fan discussions and people are sharing really cool posts and fan arts and the like
3: yeah and there's actually a thread in there right now where you can contribute your ideas to what evelyn's middle name
1: is i I
4: don't
3: know
4: and i stop in there all the time because i'm just like oh look at all
3: the neat stuff Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) all right and that's it do you have your misclicks game tonight Anna?
3: yes i do right after this on twitch.tv slash m-i-s-s-c-l-i-k-s
1: all right well thanks everybody for the fun and like i said no game next week but tune in the week after that and uh we'll pick up the
0: action from there and yeah Scary dreams, everybody.
5: (laughs) Plenty
6: of them! Yay! Everybody lived.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting.